Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Hey, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the street. So good to be with you. How's things going? You know, I was um, got up this morning, and uh, I'll tell you, Arizona is crazy. I mean, it's almost 80 degrees today. What is this, February uh, 9th, February 8th? February 9th, I, I'll, be, uh, I'll be 65 February 11th, a couple of days from now. But by the time you hear this recording, I'll be past 65, Lord willing. But, you know, I, it's just crazy. I mean, um, the, the weather in Arizona here in the um, beginning of February, and it's, it's almost 80 degrees. And, you know, my wife, as you know, is, <laughs> is from the Bronx, and Rachel got up and says, 80 degrees, are you kidding? She really misses the uh, cold weather. Uh, she likes the change of seasons, but uh, obviously God has called us here, and she embraces that. But still in all, when it's 80 degrees for Rachel... Here in February, kind of grieves her, but um, but it is what it is. And again, uh, hit me up, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Uh, sh- flying solo today uh, on Street Talk Theology. Thanking again uh, for the Christian Podcast Community for allowing us on, and um, we're thankful for that. And obviously, reaching our audience wherever we may reach, and trying to, like I says, bring sound theology and bringing it to the streets. Um, what's going on? Let me see. Like I says, 80 degrees here in Arizona. Uh, obviously, we do talk theology on this uh, on this podcast. I was thinking about, um, I say when you're, when you're studying scripture, it's really important to understand the background of the text, especially if you're preaching and teaching God's word. And obviously backgrounds and, and things like that. I mean, obviously Christ is the, the only way to salvation. We know that. So and, and, and we want to be careful here. But when this becomes our life, when we become studiers of God's word, it's so rich. It, there's so much there than just the uh, a precursory reading of the text, you know. So I... Um, what I like to do is I like to do some historical backgrounds on the text. And I think what happens is when you do the history, um, when you study the history that lies behind the text, it really makes the text um, a lot richer, if I may. And, and one of the scriptures that I'm going to look at, or one of the pericopes that I'm going to look at today and obviously, I'm not going to be able to do a full exegesis on it, but one of the pericopes that I'm going to do uh, look at today is one that's uh, implemented in, let me see, it's the 16th chapter of Matthew, and I'm trying to uh, hold the mic and hold my Bible at the same time here. I should have planned this a little better, but, but I got it now. But I, wanna, I want you to look at this text. 
And I want you to, uh, and I'll try to give you the background and why it's important to understand the background here. So I'm in the 16th division of Matthew. I'm going to read a couple of verses here. And it says, in uh, starting in the 13th, uh, 16th division of Matthew, 13th verse, it says, Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he was asking his disciples, saying, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, uh, but still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Uh, but he said to them, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Uh, and Jesus answered and said to them, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say that you are Peter upon this rock. I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth uh, shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then he warned his disciples that he should tell no one that he was the Christ. Now, what's, imp what's important in that text is obviously, yes, uh, the the declaration that Christ is Lord. And Peter here gets it right. Uh, the Father revealed to him that Christ is Lord. But the location is important. Caesarea Philippi. Now that was a Roman colony where Caesar was Lord. And where people were, you know, where, where Rome had a big infiltration in that city. But what lies behind the text, again, that Caesar is Lord... But he's really not Lord. And, and here the proclamation or the declaration, better, the declaration of who is the true Lord is Jesus the Christ. And again, understanding the background of that text, where the proclamation or the declaration is coming from, it's showing that there's really only one king. And that's who Christ is. Um... And, and this confession, and this confession by Peter, actually shows us that, again, that right in Caesar's neighborhood, using a, a New York term, so to speak, right in Caesar's neighborhood, there's the true king. And it's not Caesar. And, 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 and the background there is important. Now, and, and think about this. You know, when, when the... Uh, the Gentiles kind of got in, included in the, in the salvation story in the book of Acts. And, and Peter, um, obviously, who testified that Jesus was the Christ in Caesarea Philippi. Well, if there's another narrative connection that, uh, that I've seen for the first time this morning in my reading, and I was thinking about doing this podcast and, and concerning it, but you remember when Peter um, gets on the roof and I think he's uh, uh, staying by Simon the Tanner's house and he's, he's on the roof and he's getting ready to eat and he's hungry and, 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 and thinking about meals and thinking about eating and, and I guess the disciples are down there uh, preparing the meal and he gets this vision, he's on the, laying on the roof and he gets this vision and the sheet comes down with all this food and the voice says, uh, take Peter and eat. And Peter says, no, no, Lord, I, I, I don't eat nothing that's 
not kosher and 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 obviously the Lord says, well, what I've made kosher basically is, you know, what I've made kosher is kosher. And and then obviously Peter gets this vision and and we talk about this. And this will lead to Gentile inclusion. And notice where Peter goes in Acts chapter 10, right? He goes to um, Cornelius in Caesarea, Philippi. And, and again, he... Here you got Peter remembering of where Christ was denoted king, and then obviously would go uh, again in Caesarea and witness the gospel, kind of introducing Gentile inclusion. What it shows here is that, again, think about where we live. Think about in our time. Think about, you know, who... We, we, right now we are, who's ruling and reigning right now? It's, it, as we would say, the Democratic Party. And, and I'm not getting into politics here or anything like, that, anything like that. But at the end of the day, the ruler and reigner of this world is Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's who rules and reigns. And the encouragement I want to give you today is no matter what you see. Now, you know, obviously, in that little Roman colony in Philippi, where Caesar was lord, and people were proud uh, to live in Philippi because Caesar was lord, and that was a Roman colony. And people are proud, you know, whether they're, whatever their political party may be. But at the end of the day, I want to tell you that Christ is ruling and reigning today. He ruled and reigned then in Caesarea Philippi, where Caesar was Lord, and he's ruling, ruling and reigning today in whatever else that the world thinks that they may be Lord or governing or whatever it is. But Christ is over this universe. And, and sometimes we just need to hear that. Sometimes we just need to be encouraged about that. Um... Again, uh, Peter's confession here, his declaration uh, was revealed to him from God the Father. And you know, it says uh, again, the church will be built on what? On that confession. The church will be built on that confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's not built on, on, on Peter you know, as some people would say, you know, Peter's... A, no, it's built on the confession that Peter confesses. That Jesus Christ is Lord, even though, again, they're in a Roman colony where, obviously, um, Caesar is Lord, but he's really not. Um, <clears throat> and just looking at that, at that text back in Matthew 16... Um, I, I I just want to say this, um, if I may. Peter gets the keys to the kingdom, obviously. And that's a privilege and a responsibility of proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. Um, and, and, you know, I was reading Murray Harris on this, you know, because the, the binding and the loosing, that's always been a, a kind of a, a controversial um, reading there, um, but basically, 
say the binding and loosing. You know, Peter gets these keys and he uses these keys to unlock the kingdom for certain people. So he looses the kingdom. He unlocks the kingdom. And Murray Harris is really helpful here. Um, but he binds it. He shuts it up against others. You know, just like Paul kind of says, we preach life unto life or death unto death. So as we're looking at this text, so if we had to reiterate this text, if we had to uh, exegete this text, there's a lot here. There's the binding and loosing, right? Um, you know, you, you loose the kingdom for some people by the preaching of the gospel, but you also bind people by the preaching of the gospel, right? And, and so there's the background of, of Christ being Lord over Caesar, because there's only one king, and that's Christ. And then there's this binding and loosing by the preaching of the gospel. And then if we line it up biblically and, and hermeneutically, we see this played out in the book of Acts, where Peter actually preaches the gospel, right? And he looses the gospel on the Gentiles, namely Cornelius and the Cornelius band, and then the Gentiles become believers. So it's, it's just an, a good um, flow of the text. It's biblical. You got good background there. You know, so if you're thinking about a Bible study, you can give them some nice background. You know, this is Christ is proclaimed as king in the land of Caesar, so to speak. Roman colony, proud. But there's only one king. And, and I think when we look at things like this, it just shows the Christ just ruling and reigning. And you know, I, I say this all the time that that sometimes we don't think enough about that. We have the tr we serve the true king. It's not what political party or who's on top today and Christ is the true king whether it was then and it is now and i want to encourage you about that i want you to i want you to muse on that i want you to think about that 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 we belong to a king who holds the keys to eternity and he uses people like ourselves to bind and to loose. And it's all built on the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. And again, and, and the, the confession of this is where, where Caesar is Lord, little l, where in the, uh, the surface thinking, the temporal thinking, it's the government, it's the Roman government. Like in the temporal thinking thinking today, you might think it's America and whatever party, but no, Christ is Lord, Christ is King. And he's still built on that confession that he is Lord. So we need to go out and proclaim that he is Lord. We need to proclaim and shout it from the mountaintops that Christ is King. And I, and I know that that we live in a time today that, again, that's frowned upon. That's frowned upon. Christ being the 
only way to salvation, Christ being the true Lord. But I encourage you, I encourage you, that's the message. There's no other message. And, and I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about that because, you know, I, yes, we, you know, because we can look at the text and we can see that, you know, and, and it's funny about uh, Peter, you know, in this section of scripture, he's getting a declaration from the Father saying that Christ is Lord. And, and a few verses down, he's going to basically, uh, when, the, when, when Christ tells him that I have to go to the cross to secure everything that you've said. Everything that you said is going to be secured. It's going to be it's going to be bagged up. It's going to be buttoned up, so to speak. Every prophetic word that my father just gave you that me being Lord and me being over the universe is going to be buttoned up on that cross and on that resurrection. And when Jesus says that, Peter says, far be it from you, no, Lord. And, and, and basically, <laughs> Jesus calls uh, Peter a devil. So in, in one instance, he gets it perfectly right. He gets illumination, revelation from the Father. And then Peter being Peter uh, later. And the text tells the Lord, no, you, you won't go to the cross, far be it from me. And obviously, Jesus tells him, um, uh, you, you don't know what you're saying, Peter. You're you're speaking about the things of 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 the devil, basically. So in one instance, he's Peter get being, uh, you know, getting a revelation from the from God, and then Peter being Peter, a couple of scriptures down. But the keys to the kingdom, the confession of Christ built on the solid rock we stand, all else is sinking sand. And you know, I want to encourage you that if you are a Christian today, that if you are a Christian today, you serve the true King, Jesus Christ is Lord. I, you know, I was saying the other day when I, I think it was last week or the week before when I was preaching, that we don't, let me say it this way, if I may. We don't want to be, com we, sometimes we get too comfortable in, in, in proclaiming or, or thinking about who we are really in Christ. And it's a privilege, it's an honor to be saved by the sovereign grace of the king of the universe, which he owes us absolutely nothing. We owe, we owe him absolutely everything. And I just want to encourage you today that if you're a Christian, you are a Christian by the sovereign grace of a creator that owes you absolutely nothing. Nothing. We owe him everything. We are hell-bound sinners, only saved by grace, not in anything we do. And I know we know this, but sometimes we don't think enough about this. Sometimes we don't think about how depraved we are, how filthy of a sinner we are. You know, sometimes the, the thoughts in my head, I mean, and I go back to Romans 7, if, if you know, there's some debate on Romans 7, but R Romans 7, Paul is saying, listen, the things I'm supposed to do, I don't do. I'm, I'm so full of myself, 
full of sin. But he is Lord. He is King. And I want to encourage you to, to grab hold of that. You know, and, 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 and sometimes every day we need the gospel in our own heads, in our own mind. Despite where we live, where people think they're king and it's whether it's this or that or some ideology or some movement or some party and political party, he is king. He is Lord. And we are built on that confession. Our life is built on that confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I want to encourage you that if you are a Christian today, you are on the winning team. He is coming back for his people. Go out to the mountaintops and proclaim it. Bind and loose. Preach in and out of season. Just an encouragement of who we are in Christ. Let us not sit back on our laurels. Let us look at this text and, and see how God played this out. And even in the book of Acts where the, the Gentile inclusion where Cornelius gets this vision and calls for Peter and Peter gets this vision it happened, happens to go back to Caesarea Philippi where he actually made the proclamation, the declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord. And again he goes proclaim the same message to the Gentile audience, namely Cornelius and the Italian cohort. Now we don't want to talk about the Italians, see that? I told you there's Italians in the Bible. That's where I fit in. Maybe he's kin. Maybe I'll find out Cornelius is a fifth cousin or something. Well, praise the Lord for Cornelius. And that, you know, I wanted to save that for the end, that he is an Italian guy, right? So, see, there, were, there was an Italian guy in the Bible that got saved. That makes two of us, normally kidding. Sometimes we just need some encouragement. Sometimes I need some encouragement. I um, just look at this text and just think about my own background, where I came from. How could God save someone like me? Prison. Many, many years in prison. But God was kind. And God came to me in a prison cell. Just so grateful and thankful. And like the songwriter says, Jesus Christ, the solid rock we stand, all else is sinking sand. So just wanted to come on today, encourage you, you know, tell you that I love you guys. Come on, Pastor Grimaldi, Gmail, hit me up. Um, you'll probably get this podcast in a few weeks. Um, you know, just wanted to come on and say, man, God bless and keep and just know. That if you are in Christ, you are secure. For he is the, the, the stone that the builders rejected. But he is your cornerstone. He is your God, a very God, who knew no sin so that we become the righteousness of God in Christ. What an honor, what a privilege. And again, right here in Caesarea Philippi, where Caesar thinks he's Lord, but he's not. 
It is Christ who is King, who is Lord, who is over all. And this is Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here from Desert Sky Baptist Church on Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.